Hi, Amber. Hi, Megan. Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Thank you, Megan. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock. We find ourselves once again in the month of October, and this time, this fucking time, we actually remembered what that could mean from an entertainment standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remembered earlier in the month, and then I neglected to, like, tell you or remember later or to do anything about it. But then you remembered and you actually said something about it. And then we are recording a movie about a movie that's a horror movie, kind of. In a way, you gave me a gift. You let me feel like I was the one who thought of it first. You're welcome. Thank you, Megan. And and it didn't help, you know, that we took the first week of the month off. It did not. No, no. Made it harder to kind of get into that. So we apologize. You know, there are going to be fewer horror movies, but we've got a fun list to carry up on. And you know what? Maybe we'll, we'll eke out into November because what is yeah. more terrifying, honestly, than Thanksgiving and Christmas? If you really think about it existentially and historically speaking. Yeah. True. Terrible Very things. True. Terrible things. Mm-hmm. So, Megan. Yes, Amber. Let's dive right in. What did I subject you to this week? Yeah, you subjected me to the 2005 Cursed. I'm going to let you get away with that one because I'm sure there might be other things they might confuse it with. Yeah, and there's also like a TV show Cursed and a thing. Yeah, but maybe the TV show Cursed is always also in 2005. Megan? I don't, I think it's more recent than that. I'm just saying. In my Googling. But you didn't know for sure. In my Googles. You done Googled it. I did. And I have to trust that. Internet has never led anybody astray ever, so there you go. It is full of facts and nothing else. Mm -hmm. And love. I think it's facts and love. Yeah, warm hugs and just intelligence and nary a lie can be found. The good feels and true information as far as the eye can see. And porn. But what is truer than porn? What is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Megan, would you like to play our new game? I would love to play our new game. Let's do it. Excellent. All right. Three movie synopsis blurbs. Mm -hmm. One from IMDb, one from Metacritic, and one from Amazon Prime. Lovely. Feel free to guess which is which. Okay. They're not that interesting this time, so, you know, it might be a little harder. Or maybe you'll do, I don't know. I I can't predict these things. That's what makes this game so exciting for me. Yes, exactly. Okay. From the team that brought you the Scream trilogy, this teen horror film focuses on three people who are brought together to battle a werewolf. Okay. Okay. I am going to wait and hear them all before I give my my thingies. I think that's the smart thing to do. That's fair. That's fair. I think that's Amazon, but go ahead. Also, who who are the three people? Yeah, I know just three people. (laughs) Who's the third? (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Moving on. We have. have Uh, Yeah, no, good question. That hadn't even occurred to me. Like, yeah, there's no... Th- nope. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The writer and director of Scream reteamed to take another playful trip to the dark side. After a brutal attack by a terrifying creature, a brother and sister exhibit behavior that leads them to believe they've been cursed by the bite of a werewolf. Okay. Hmm. That hmm. seems very factual. Okay. It does. This is going to be that a confusing seems pretty one. pretty good. This, yeah. this round is... This, I feel like this round is going to mess with our metrics. Yeah, okay. Okay. Third and final. Mm-hmm. A werewolf loose in Los Angeles changes the lives of three young adults who, after being mauled by the beast, learn they must kill it in order to avoid becoming werewolves themselves. Oh. Again with the three. Again with the three? This seems Are they also putting Jake wrong. in there? Are they... No, that's not... That wouldn't be right. You, I mean, that's the only person I can think of. Yeah. Unless huh. they're... And they're also not teens... Only one of them is? Right. Oh, they yeah. do say young adults in this one. This one does say young adults. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we had okay. really short Scream trilogy, teen horror, three people battle werewolf. We mm-hmm. had writer and director of Scream, playful at dark side, cursed by the bite of a werewolf. Yep. And then we uh, loose in Los Angeles, three adults battle it, got to kill the dude or become werewolves themselves. Why three? Um, I'm going to go... Amazon, Rotten Tomatoes, was that one of them? Metacritic, but yeah. Metacritic, that's what I meant. And IMDb. Okay. 
is this isn't your fault because Metacritic oh, Amazon is so hard. Yeah. You that's are, surprising. It isn't your fault. They they, yeah. they they switcheroo'd us and that's not on you. But you you were you were absolutely correct about IMDB was the last one. Then you just the the yeah, it was Metacritic first, then huh. Amazon, then IMDB. Yeah, it, it it's it's not like Amazon to get things right, so I, I was right? completely thrown off. Amazon was might have been the most accurate one. They didn't say it was three people. It was they talked about a brother and a sister being cursed by a werewolf. Yeah. What? What? Who wrote yeah. this one? Did somebody sneak into Amazon to write this one them. specifically? They probably whoever, must have fired them. Whoever yeah. they were. They actually got fired for this. This was the first yeah, one they like, ever what wrote. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. And people were like, what is this? People will know what the movie's. What are you doing? Get out. Philip, get, Philip, out. get in here. Do you know you, what we do here? You not this, not. Philip. Not this. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, Philip. Mm. Philip, Philip, Philip. Your uncle is going to be so disappointed in you. Nepotism yeah. has failed us here today. Yeah. You mean um, uh, his, his uncle... Jeremy Amazon. Okay. Yes. Amazon. Jeremy Rainforest. Yeah. Let's get even weirder with it. Okay. Perfect. Uncle Jeremy Rainforest got me this (laughs) job and, oh, let him down on the first day. Yep. Uh, Did you know, according to Amazon, this title is outlandish, thrilling, and frightening? They call it a body horror film. Oh, jeez. It's not. wiki and it's not it's pg-13 by definition that can't be body horror so so okay so this movie went through i don't know how much you learned about this amber but this movie went through like retools and retools and like refilming and rewrites and they dropped like six people who had already filmed pieces of it and then dropped them deleted them entirely and brought in new people yeah it's it's making this movie apparently was cursed in of itself it it was a mess yeah mm-hmm. there were different leads the script was completely different the script the original script is actually out there you you could read it yes yep um and yeah and then the original script i believe did have 3 yes because kind of so not only were the two main characters not siblings but there was no joshua jackson's jake Right. Instead, it, I believe it was Skeet Ulrich. Yes, it was Skeet Ulrich. Yes, was uh, <laughs> some sort of millionaire's son, and Christina Ricci and he were dating, and I think they were fighting the road. It's almost like these reviews yeah. were written by people who read the script and didn't watch the movie, <laughs> which is kind of the opposite of what you do, like in high school. <laughs> oh no, I read it instead of watched it. Oh no, I'm oh, getting shit. things wrong. Oh, man, I got yeah. a, I got a, I got a whoopty wood. Yeah. Now everybody's gonna know. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, and, mm. and it used to be R, and then it was reduced to a PG thirteen. So. Yes, a horror movie by Wes Craven was re- yeah. reduced to PG thirteen after it took five years to make. Yeah, and a lot of things were scrapped, and there's just and oh, they had Rick Baker, Megan. I know this is very upsetting to me. They had Rick Baker. They did practical effects with Rick Baker's team. And then some other CGI team came in and scrapped almost everything that uh, Baker did and made it the exemplary CGI film you see before you. Yes. And then the wolf that isn't the CGI wolf is likened to a fuzzy teddy bear by some of the critics. They're not wrong. No, they're not wrong. It does look like a grumpy teddy. It actually kind of looks like a stuffed animal I had that I got from... What was that toy store that used to exist in, in like strip malls and malls in general? Like KB, KB? Toys or it was yeah. KB Toys. Yeah, it had KB. a little toy soldier mm-hmm. at the front. I don't know if it yeah. still exists. It's not something I need to know, so don't holler at me about it. I, I don't care one way or another. But you know, sometimes I had some gems. Is that where I got a Sally doll from Nightmare Before Christmas that has like oh. Velcro arms and legs That's and the head pops off wonderful. and on. Oh, of course. It's one of my prized possessions. Yeah. You still have it? Oh, of course. Hmm. Megan, I, I keep all things. Yeah, no, that's that's beautiful, Amber. Objects, friends, vengeance. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the wrongs I am done. <laughs> yep. Any hoozles, do yeah, you great. want to describe this wonderful, luxurious tale? 
Um, I actually, uh, I don't, I don't think I need to. Okay, think, fair enough. I think they did it. I, I don't have any. I mean, Amazon surprisingly did it. Weirdly, Amazon may have pulled it out. I, I uh-huh. guess the one thing we can add is the cast, star-studded. Yes. My it friends, is, right? We've got Christina Ricci plays Ellie. Jesse Eisenberg plays her brother Jimmy. Josh Josh Jackson Josh Jackson plays J- Jake. Josh Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson plays Jake. Josh Jorgensen. <laughs> Got Judy Greer as as Joni, who's a like coworker of Christina Ricci. Who else, Amber? Uh, Milo Ventimiglia as Bo, yes. our favorite character. Mm-hmm. Which shouldn't be be a it thing, shouldn't but be it true. is. Like you watch if you watch the first half of this movie, you'd be like, "What? What?" Mm-hmm. Shannon Elizabeth as Becky for about five seconds. We have uh-huh. Portia Portia de Rossi also for five seconds as Zella the fortune teller. Yes, and uh, let's not forget Nick Offerman five seconds as an officer. Oh, fuck. That's right, I forgot about that. And Scott Bayo is Scott Bayo. Oh yeah, and Maya comes in for Jenny for just a little bit. Let's not forget Maya as Jenny. And yeah. Michelle Krusiak as Nosebleed Coworker. Oh, poor, poor Michelle. Listed as, yeah. Oh, man. Didn't even get a character name. Just the, yeah. it's that coworker of Christina Ricci's who, you know, bled out of her nose in a bathroom. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I know the one. Yeah. Oh, Michelle. Whatevers. So, yes, yeah. this is a lovely film in mm-hmm. which a uh, brother and sister who clearly have some sort of tragic past with their parents, they're dead, probably in a car crash. Yeah, it's kind of implied, yeah. Kind of implied. She looks at a picture at one point, and then they talk about how after getting into a car crash, it might bring up memories of mom and dad. So we're assuming, you know, car crash death symmetry. She's dating Joshua Jackson, who seems to be rich. Mm -hmm. And opening a club? Or a restaurant? Or a movie Or a wax museum? Yeah. We're going to talk about that. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, 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 and, and so much fellow, um, fellow movie watchers of this, this plot gets slightly confused because it was so many things at one time. Like apparently there was a whole storyline about, um, the parents, um, before there was a wax museum in this before, Mm -hmm. and then they use some of the same stuff. And so like, the ideas can be kind of like, I don't, why are there all these movie props and like wax sculptures of people in this opening that Josh Jackson is doing for a restaurant? That's called Tinsel. It's called Tinsel. Yeah, it's it definitely is called, called Tinsel. tinsel. And, and like two of the letters kind of descend to make fangs at the bottom. Right. Which thematically doesn't really make sense. I guess that was just for him. Um, yeah. As a secret werewolf. Oh, no. Spoiler alert. <gasps> and yeah, there, it's it's gothic horror stuff from movies. And then also just Cher and stuff. And like Kevin yeah, and Sorbo and, and Xena Warrior singers. Princess. Yeah. So it's in like there's a mirror, like funhouse mirror room. So it's sort of horror gothic, but also just normal wax museum. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, a, I don't know, but it's his and it's opening and Christina Ricci works for Craig Kilborn's late night show. And Judy Greer is Scott Bayo's manager. And they're trying to get him on the Craig Kilborn show. And he's in it. In in the original script, Scott Bayo was in it, but he was a werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Now he's it's, just it's, now he's just Scott Bayo. And he's just it, there. Yeah. He's just there in the movie. And Portia de Rossi's character shows up as a fortune teller in the first one, tells two girls they're probably gonna die, probably by werewolf. Mm-hmm. Then shows up to tell Christina Ricci, ah, you're a werewolf. And then there should be a third. Because there that's how be that's how these things work. Portia right. de Rossi is supposed to show up and sort of, you know, be the burnt out vamp hunter from Fright Night, you know, show up mm-hmm. and maybe help with the werewolf. Portia de Rossi just disappears. She's just gone, which is disappointing because she, yeah, it's Portia de Rossi. You just want to see more of her. Amber does not disagree. It is a weird little disjointed film for all of the obvious reasons but megan there are some moments there's some things there's some special there are some there is one thing that happens in this movie that makes it entirely worth it i would say two things mm. well one thing that definitely okay. happens one thing that sort oh. of happens 
But then one thing that we've decided happens. Yes, exactly. We will get to those things because of Milo Van Miglia's bow. Megan. Yes. Amber. How do the critics feel about this movie? They hated it. They fucking hated it (laughs) so bad. They seem to be furious at it. The critics uh, for Rotten Tomatoes have it at 16. That's a 1 and a 6%. And the audience scores at 30. All right. Metacritic wasn't quite that bad. 31 for critics. 87 for for users. Interesting. I don't understand that one. That's too high unless you're rating those two particular scenes individually. Maybe it was all they had room in their hearts for and they didn't need anything else. Like, oh, that filled me right up. A lot of these reviews are just symbols. Okay. 87. Critics. Mm -hmm. Mostly really negative. Yeah, the critics hated it. They they like to compare it to Scream. They like to say, go see Ginger Snaps instead. They made fun of the terrible, terrible CGI. Um, the story, the script. The story. No one it's, really it's went after the conf- acting and the blurbs. The acting was all pretty solid. It really was. As, as this stuff goes. Yep, I would agree with that. Pretty good. But yeah, it, it was... It, all of it was pretty fair. And you have to compare it to Scream because they were they were yes, labeling true. it as the successor to Scream. Yeah. Yep. They brought this on themselves. And Wes Craven's here. So they're going to compare it to Freddy. And yeah, I have to call out one review in particular because fuck this guy. James Berardinelli of Real Reviews. This mm-hmm. gem of a blurb. There's a kernel of a good story buried somewhere deep in Cursed. It never pops. As werewolf movies go, this one is on par with An American Werewolf in Paris. But at least in that dud, had plenty of gore and Julie Delpy's bare breasts to recommend it. Okay. There's no... At least we got titties in in that one. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Wow. Cool, cool guy. Great. You do get um, a, a, a bare butt in this one. Oh, yeah, we get to see yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's or his stunt double's bare his butt. His stunt double, I, 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 so I read, but yes. I, I do love to see white dudes' pale butts. It's You know, the, the, the thing about it is that's the only nudity we saw. And I, whenever you see, like... Attractive young women in a slasher movie, you're like, well, I'm going to see blood all over their boobs. Yeah, exactly. And and we at least avoided that. Mm-hmm. There's even two female werewolves, so you could have had the excuse of oh they busted through their clothes. Mm-mm. Yep. Nope. Mm-mm. There are some confusing choices they make yeah. in this movie, and I have to I have to assume it's because the Dawson's Creek writer was the script writer, and so there there's so much like teen drama and angst, and and some like moments of actually kind of good dialogue mixed yeah. in with some strange rote cliched nonsense, and then there's almost kind of a cool narrative from from you know a you know women perspective mm-hmm. in terms almost. of like. So we're gonna get out of the critics' corner now because critics yeah. hated it. Yeah. It wasn't a good movie. It was kind of a mess. We're not going to argue this is a good movie, but we are going to argue that we watched it, we enjoyed parts of it, and gosh darn it, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel like with werewolf movies, especially werewolf movies with women in them, there's that little Red Riding Hood energy. Yes. And you have the sense of kind of predatory men either hunting or infecting you and and sort of that level of horror both on like psychological and a physical level Mm -hmm. and so there's a little bit of a play on that right and then they almost do something clever yes by 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 flipping that script right and having the werewolf be dun 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 a woman you're like oh shit that's fucking cool oh she's doing it all because she's a woman scorned oh yeah it's all fuck it all beca- becomes because she wants Josh, Josh Jackson and nobody else. If he, if she can't have him, no one can. So she's going to kill all the competition. And that was what Fucking the entire great. movie was about. Because you have, you the, the entire thing is this werewolf seems to be, you know, stalking Los Angeles and it's killing beautiful women, young, beautiful mm-hmm. women and stalking them and, and murdering them and eating them. You see, you know, 
One woman dragged from a car and murdered. You see her friends stalked at a parking lot and murdered. Both of them were interested in Joshua Jackson's character. So you start to think, oh, it's Joshua Jackson fucking doing this shit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Christina Ricci's Ellie and Jesse Eisenberg's Jimmy get accidentally scratched when Brooke Shannon's Elizabeth gets pulled from the car and murdered. And that's yep. how their transformation starts. And so you're like, okay, predatory man. Like, he's, he's, he's hunting these women that he's dated before and eating them. And he, you know, accidentally infected the woman he's dating with this curse. And so it's standard rote tropes and, and you know, predatory man. And, you know, you got to take him down. But, oh, wait, it's not him. It's this other woman who he also had sex with and it was aggressive sex and she got accidentally infected. So again, you're kind of thinking, oh, okay. Like, and, and he yeah. was a hit it and quit it kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So she, it was like a one night stand situation and she gets saddled with this horrible curse. And so you'd also maybe think that she's trying to get revenge on him for being so careless with this disease right. that he has that's completely affected her life and just right. turned her into something she didn't intend to be and she can't control it. Mm-hmm. But instead, but instead, her once she does her bad guy speech, she's like, if I can't have him, no, well, she literally says, if I can't have him, well, you know the rest. Mm -hmm. And then is brought down by the fact that Christina Ricci says she has fat thighs and bad skin. And a bony ass. And Don't a bony ass. Yeah. So she winds up exposing herself to cops to scream out liar Mm -hmm. And then get shot to death. It's, boy, do you know what a woman is? Do you know yeah. what woman? Do you know how women do? So, so we're, you know, she's been a werewolf for a while now. It's unclear a little bit. But she's able to survive as a werewolf all throughout this time until she gets called uh uh you know a fat thighs and bony ass and then she has to she just has to come and just get shot by 4500 bullets cops that I she mean, knows are there she knows what she knows she's being taunted out and she she still mm -hmm. has to reveal herself and scream liar yeah because she said she had bad skin yeah it's demoralizing it's demoralizing. Oddly enough, in this moment, there's also probably one of the best moments of the entire film for me. Cannot disagree with you. Yeah. So this all happens while, you know, she's, uh, uh, this is Judy Greer. She's a, she's a werewolf. She's up above. She's been called out by Christa Ricci, uh, Christina Ricci. And, uh, and... <laughs> While she shouts the liar, she also gives Christina Ricci, she flips her the bird, Amber. She There's does. a werewolf. She flips her the old animatronic werewolf bird, and it is oh the best God. thing I think I may have ever seen. It's, it's ridiculous. It's, what? This, is, this goofy-ass looking it's wolf. So, this is not so a Rick Baker wolf. Looking. It's fuzzy. It's rubbery. It doesn't move smoothly. The eyes are clearly just like little glass inserts. Like, yep. You know, you know how Goro's eyes, Megan? That you, oh, they, yes. The pupils could expand and contract mm -hmm. and he could eat. It's, it's somehow worse than Goro. Yeah. And, but goddammit, if they weren't able to make that animatronic wolf flip off Christina Ricci. <laughs> It's like, and she, she, you know, screams liar. At, like anytime the wolf speaks, it's like a deep, liar. Yeah. deep voice. The mouth doesn't, and lips don't move even a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, I suspect they spent a lot of money just making that one thing happen. Uh, yeah, I had to articulate that finger and fucking yeah. worth it though. Absolutely. That shit was. I, I think, yeah. Uh, it, you know, you know what it felt like? It felt like Crypt Keeper. It felt like Demon Knight kind of level goofiness. Yes. With horror yes. stuff. Captured that, that sweet, sweet magical energy. Mm-hmm. So missed opportunity there. Could yes, have been a, a kind so. of a cool story. 
of, you know, her kind of, maybe she kills Joshua Jackson and fucking ends their curse together. She's like, mm-hmm. Ellie, you keep saying he loves you and that now that you're turning into a werewolf, you can be together and that he can help you control it. And that he's really a good guy because he was born like this. And, you know, right. he he's, he's found a way to live with it. He fucking infected me, didn't even know about it. I've been running around killing people. He had no yeah. freaking clue. And he's having sex with all these women. Who knows who all else he could have whoopsie scratched. Like, right. It's, she yeah. literally says the line, there's no such thing as safe sex with a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have been a cool moment yes, of her being like, hey, be. girl, let's rip his fucking head off and then we mm-hmm. can just get our lives back. Or, I don't know, like embracing being a predator. But, yeah. and, and Joni herself is like high strung, but seems kind of effective and powerful. And also, while Christina Ricci and her brother are fucking freaking out in the transformation, this girl apparently handled it on her own and still manages to manage Scott Bayo and interact with people. Right. Yeah, it's, yeah. I want to see Joni's story right yeah. up until the end when I realize she's killing other women because they've had sex with the guy who doesn't want her, but she still wants. Yeah. It, it yeah. I think you just described it a fantastic ending to this movie. So Megan, let's look at the characters themselves. Like, yeah. you know, the movie is a mess and it's all over the place. But if we examine it through the lens of the characters, we've already we've already looked at Joni. Yep. Let's look at let's look at Ellie. Christina. <laughs> you Ricci's mean let's character. look at somebody with a little bit more screen time? <laughs> let's look at somebody with a little bit more screen time. Let's look at Ellie. Yeah. Powerful business person. Yeah. Ma- manages the late no, late I don't. show. I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, works there. Does things. Wears a pantsuit there. Powers, powerful pantsuit, yes. Yeah, it's unclear. She's so, definitely there, though. She's 100% there. Mm-hmm. She's taking care of her younger brother, the right. high schooler. And it's intimated to us at the end of the movie that she's doing a bad job of of, of her life and her brother's life. Um, yeah. Since her parents died. Which is what Jake says, and and whether that's just there to, it seems like he's just saying that to hurt her and to be an evil ass, because she seems to be doing just fine. They seem to be, while not, like, super dealing with their feelings, they are, like, Jimmy's going to school, she's going to work, they have maintained the house in a way, they seem to eat sometimes. I'm not really seeing any warning signs. Yeah, she seems good at her job. She's getting along with her coworkers. She's dating a dude who seems somewhat stable-ish, mm-hmm. even though he wants his space the three days around the full moon. It's, it's unexpectedly. I mean, yeah. Well, I don't know why you'd bring that part up, Amber, but yeah, exactly. Just, I mean, because it, it seems like a warning sign. You know, they've only been dating for two months, and she's like, hey, you know, your place is about to open. You want to hang out after? He's like, oh, I just, I want to sleep for three days. I just need some time and space. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm getting the boot. She gets hurt. But she, you know, she fucking handles it. She fucking, she yeah, doesn't she get does. like shitty about it. She's like, hmm, this making me sad and a little, a little self-con, like I, I'm feeling a little bit slighted, but yeah. I'm gonna move through my life. Right. Like she's a little late picking her brother up from the strip, but that's, that's it. And he's portrayed as kind of a geek. Yep. We'll talk about Jimmy in a minute. Yes. So she is a disaster maybe, or he's just negging. I think he's negging hard. Um, you know, she does almost commit vehicular manslaughter. Yes, but true. she did get hit by a werewolf. Yes, true. And she and her brother went the extra mile to try and get Shannon Elizabeth out of that car. Yeah, they did. And when she was grabbed by a horrible monster, they mm-hmm. they fought for her. They did. They they like they they daisy chained themselves onto her onto Shannon Elizabeth to try to not let the werewolf take her. Yep. Which. Seemed like a very stupid idea and didn't help at all, except got them both werewolfed. But um, but they fought. But they fought for her. Yeah. Then they yeah. went home and seemed totally fine with the whole getting into a car crash and seeing someone brutally eaten in front of them. The only thing that seems to piss Jimmy off is that Ellie doesn't believe that it was a wolf. That and And she's not saying it's not a wolf. She said that she didn't see it. And Jimmy is getting kind of attacked by the uh, police officers made fun of because they're like, it wasn't a wolf. There's no wolves in California. It was either a mountain lion or a bear. 
it's not a wolf. Um, yep, she wouldn't back yeah. him, and so he doesn't want to talk about it. He storms up to his room and reads eight million comics, and then gets on the internet on his old Apple desktop computer and internets out werewolves. Yeah, it's one of those like blueberry iMac thingies with the color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, those cool ones. So you know she's trying to do the best she can with what she's got. She slowly makes the transformation, and, and some weird stuff happens. You know, she smells something really good in her office and then sniffs out a woman's bleeding nose. She, But she doesn't believe werewolves. Jimmy goes straight to werewolves. She's like, yeah, no, no, no. I think, okay, Megan, Megan, mm-hmm. Megan, Megan, Megan. Amber? Scariest part of this not terribly scary movie for me mm-hmm. was a scene with Ellie. Okay. It was, it was just after the wolf attack. She's wearing the sexy, clingy-to-your-curves robe. Yep. That, that we all own. Yep. Just very, very thin, and it like clings perfectly to your to your shape. Yeah, nothing says robe like tight-fitting and thin. Mm. Yes. Yeah, I like my robes to be not comfortable or cozy. Indeed. We saw her, as after she got home with Jimmy, lock the door, put the chain in place, close mm-hmm. the window, lock the window. And then she's up, it's the middle of the night. She, and she, she's clearly scared. Like, mm-hmm. she, she heard something, and so she's she's walking around the house. She checks the door. All the locks are still in place. Goes and checks the window. Oh, it's, it's open. Mm-hmm. She closes and locks the window. Then she goes to the back door in the kitchen. It's still, still locked, still closed. And then she turns around, and the front door's wide open. Yeah. Wide open. Leaves are just blowing inside. Mm-hmm. It drops my stomach out. Because yeah. as a woman who has lived alone... That is fucking terrifying. It is terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. That is fucking not okay. That mm-hmm. is... Oh, I'm not safe. What do yeah. I do? If I, if I close the door, I'm probably just shutting myself in with the person that probably came in. But what if they didn't come in? So maybe I could still shut the door. I don't know what to do here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ellie goes and shuts the door and turns around and Joshua Jackson is inside. Uh-huh. Because he got worried about her. And we're thinking, bitch, you secured the chain. Yeah. He said yeah. the door was open and you just checked it. You, Oh, no. He said he found the key the under key. the mat. That yep. key doesn't move the chain, son. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, creepy, creepy, creepy. But she's still happy to see him. He's like, I don't want space. I was just saying things. And then she turns into a wolf and bites him. And then she right. wakes up and the whole thing was a dream sequence. But yeah. just that moment yeah, it's of turning around and the door's wide open. It rem- it reminds me, Amber. So, um, I uh, I, I have I get uh, sleep paralysis, which a lot of people do. Um, but it's where you kind of are having a waking waking dream, and you you kind of are awake, but you your body isn't awake yet, so you can't move, but your senses aren't telling the truth. And uh, I've I I had this one where I. Th- very much thought someone was knocking at my door at like 3 a.m., mm-hmm. like knocking hard at my door. Mm-mm. And I lay there for probably 15 minutes being sure that someone was knocking at that door. I, I, and I couldn't move, so I couldn't do anything about it. Not that I would have, not that I knew what to do anyway about it. Knives. Yeah, same vibes. Same vibes. Just I, I always go with knives. It's the one because I don't keep a gun in the house, so I just I grab a knife, and that makes me feel like at least, at least it might cost them something to murder me. Mm, you yeah. know, like I I don't think I'm gonna do anything terribly effective with it, but oh mm. boy, they'll get the business end of that pointy stick before I go down. Yeah, yeah. This this was it was nice because I had um dogs with me. I had my brother's dogs with me and they did not bark or react at all to this thing, which is the pretty much the only reason I knew it wasn't true after the fact. Yes, of course. When, once yep. your brain actually let you think about reality again mm-hmm. and you were still left with the naked terror of that 15 minutes. Yeah. I did not sleep anymore that night. So yes, that. Anywho, they, yeah, they, no, like that, they... that kind of thing is very terrifying. It's viscerally terrifying, for sure. I agree. So, mm-hmm. you know, while she's in the midst of these confusing transformative moments, 
which are clearly supernatural and werewolf related, but she continues to lie to her brother on so many... Going so far is to be like, okay, well, if we're werewolves, then silver will burn us, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I bought this frame and it's from Tiffany's and it's pure sterling silver. See, I'm fine. And she lied to yep. him about... So it was like she knew, but didn't... It, uh, yeah. She, she, it was almost like she was trying to make him feel better, but lying while doing so. Yeah. Yep. And they had actual silver in the house. So right. she could this have isn't... done a real test. I, You know, it's, it's yeah. self-delusion, whatever. But she, you know, gets more confident, gets more aggressive. Her life seems to be going a little bit better while also mm-hmm. falling apart with the weirdness. And then, you know, Joshua Jackson is into it more. He's like, I always cut and run at this part, but I really care about you and I really love you. And oh, also I'm a werewolf. But mm-hmm. but I'm I'm not the one that's killing people and I'm not the one that attacked you. I mean, how are you going to believe that? So of course she stabs him with her keys of and course. runs away. He was being fucking creepy though. He was being like, extremely he, creepy. He, yeah. he would not leave her alone. He broke her like car window and like... Sometimes when you're a werewolf, to to you don't know your own strength. Yeah, and he didn't want her to run away because he wanted a chance to talk to her mm-hmm. about not being a murderer. Right. But but yes, being a werewolf. Because he had the little mark on his hand of, mm-hmm. of five dots that form a pentagram. Yep. Which is but the only sign if you of connect the them with a marker, Amber. Only, only if you marker connect them. <laughs> but we do, you know, we're, we're pretty sure it's him. We're running from him. We're running from mm-hmm. him. And then eventually, you know, Joni Werewolf shows up where he is, knocks the shit out of him. Yeah. Just... Bish slaps him into unconsciousness twice mm-hmm. before the it's, cops take her down. Right. It's interesting that I wonder if it's like a new werewolf versus old werewolf thing. Like they, they have the, th- this is true in the Twilights. A new vampire has much more oh, man. strength don't, than an old vampire. Don't give me information from Twilight. Don't put I that apologize. evil in my head, Megan. <laughs> So, but like, yeah, he he gets stomped by her on numerous occasions, which is interesting because he's also supposed to be really powerful and because he was born this way, like he wasn't bitten. Yeah, he was Lady Gaga born this way. Maybe it's maybe it's like a transformed werewolf versus. Yeah, maybe I don't know. And he didn't want to transform because he didn't want to freak Ellie out, or because the budget couldn't handle it. The budget couldn't fucking handle it. And he's like, <laughs> "I won't let you kill her. I love her." Which of course is going to make Joni kill her because she wants to kill everyone that stands in her way of right. her romantic love. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ellie survives. She's not the one who takes down Joni. Yeah. It's a bunch of white dude cops. Yeah, which also makes me sad. It does, yeah. And so you think the movie would be over because that's the wolf that bit them. Yeah, and it continues. Uh, Plus the greatest scene has already happened. A werewolf gave the bird to some people, so yeah, pretty great. They, they, you know, but they still have to kill Joshua Jackson because he shows up at their house after fucking piecing out on them when the cops yeah. arrive. Yeah, no, he, 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 whatever his motivations, like, he, he definitely left them alone with, you know, he wasn't, she, Christina Ricci went and looked for him. He wasn't there. So he left at some point during that time when he knew that they were being stalked by Joni. So, yes. Mm, yeah. Not, not great. Struggling to survive. Mm-hmm. But they think they're fine when they get home. And the house is wrecked because, of course, their golden retriever has also turned into a werewolf because he bit Jesse Eisenberg because he was afraid of Jesse Eisenberg because Jesse Eisenberg was turning into a werewolf. But then biting Mm -hmm. him infected him and he turned into a golden retriever werewolf and went on a rampage and fucked up the house. And so they're cleaning it up. But then they start to transform. (gasps) Oh, no, the curse isn't over. And then Josh Jackson shows up and he's like, cool, we can be together. I'm going to kill your brother. Yeah. (laughs) It doesn't need to be two dudes. It, yeah, there can't be two alphas. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. Very strange. So he wants her to stay a werewolf, but he also informs her that if she doesn't want to be one, that she'll have to kill him. So that's yeah. helpful. So that, I mean, it's very useful to know. Yeah. So so we'll we'll yeah. leave that that beautiful end scene. Mm-hmm. There, there, the, that dark tableau. Right. And, and so we let's can look jump at- back. Yeah. Jump back to Jimmy for a moment. Um, so he's in high school, he's having a bit of a hard time, he has a crush on a girl named Brooke, what's her name? Christina 
Anna Powell. Anna Powell. And, um, you know, she doesn't notice him. She has a, she, um, you know, he's been in her class for like three years and, uh, and she hasn't noticed him at all. And then he gets bullied, uh, Jimmy gets bullied by, um, Brooke's boyfriend, Bo, who's, uh, who's played by, by Milo. And, um, yeah, th- this is, it starts out really pretty disturbing because, um, there's a lot of just gay slurs thrown at, uh, at, at Jimmy. And that's, that's upsetting. It's, it's, I mean, it feels pretty high school, but, uh, it's also awful. Yeah, yeah, but it it's doesn't feel good. Yeah, so much rage, so much homophobia, and he's got his he, he's everywhere with his two dude posse, while also being with Brooke, presumably his girlfriend, who's okay with this. I mean, you can see her face is a little unhappy about it, but then she walks away with him, right? Right. So she she's does the thing cool of, with it. Yeah, she's like, "Don't listen to him, Jimmy," and then walks away with Bo. It's like, ah, great. That's so Brooke is a keeper. But she's yeah. hot, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jimmy wants that. Right. D- was he trying to reel her in with that dog? Because that yes. felt like a move. It, yes, absolutely. I'm positive. Because like, like he, he let he, the dog loose intentionally so he could do a meet cute. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, at, at this point, <clears throat> Amber, let me just inform you uh, a little bit of a, um, something I learned from IMDb, which is that Bo says to Jimmy about his golden retriever zipper, I think your dog is gay too. And coincidentally, Milo was in the movie The Art of Racing in the Rain as a race car driver who owns a golden retriever named Enzo. <laughs> this has been your IMDb trivial. Oh, wow. Oh, that, so that was that was the end of it. That's he, that's it, Ember. There's a golden retriever. In this a golden movie. retriever, and later stars with one. Yep. It's okay. Yep. So that's, you know, worth writing down in in words on IMDb. That's definitely trivial. Yeah. Who boy? You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, Jimmy is um, you know, he's got confidence, but he reads comic books, so, and he's you know he's. Doesn't have a doesn't have a big build. Doesn't have a big strong build. And the cool guys wrestle, and he doesn't have big strong boy wrestle build. Yeah. But as he turns into a werewolf, Megan, mm-hmm. he's got got a little bit of extra sexual appeal. We're he told does repeatedly. His, he does his hair different. Oh, bad! He does it's, his hair bad. It's so it, spiky, but not up. It's sort of it's, out in every it's direction. Unidirectionally spiky. It's like at you spiky. Yeah, and he's uh. he's still going after Brooke. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh! One of the good moments of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Just as he's starting to make the transformation, runs into Brooke, talking to Brooke, having fun conversations, and then oh, Bo comes up with his posse, more f bombs and homophobia, yep. and then he he snaps back. He snaps back at Bo. Right. I believe in in the sense of like, is all of this like homophobia coming from a place of? Maybe that's where you're at. Mm-hmm. And Milo Ventmiglia, Bo gets right up in his face. Did you just attempt a confrontation? Jimmy. Yeah, maybe. Let me know when you're sure. And he walks off. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, it's that's pretty a, good. A couple of pretty good lines. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I. I can see that like Dawson's Creek energy there. There's. There is a lot yeah. of Dawson's Creek energy all over the Bo Jimmy confrontations. Yeah, the high school stuff is all. Yep. They wind up. Much. In the gym during wrestling practice. Of course, Brooke and her girlfriends are watching the boys wrestle, and Jimmy comes by, vaults onto the bleachers, werewolf style. No reason. To holler at her. Bo notices and is like, hey, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Because they snipe at each other, gay bashing style again. Mm-hmm. And what? Jimmy's ready. Jimmy gets on the mat. He figures out wrestling in about 30 seconds. Yep. And then, like, takes him down, but, like, scary? Yeah. In, you know, inhuman, horrifying ways that right. could hit break spines. Yeah, hits a dude with another dude. Holds Bo up, like, upside down, but straight up in the air upside. Yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, Brooke and her girlfriends are cheering for all of this. Again, like, that's your boyfriend. And also, this may have killed him. 
this is terrifying. You should be terrified that Jimmy can do this, that anybody could do this. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. Jimmy's moment right before he drops Bo on the ground in what would be a spine-snapping move says, Mm -hmm. you know the thing about fairies, Mm -hmm. they get to fly. So him recapturing this moment is just him becoming homophobic too? Yeah, I I guess so. Because he's already pegged Bo as homophobic because he himself is hiding his Mm -hmm. identity. Right. Which turns out to be true. Yes, it does. Which is actually fantastic. Which is fantastic. Can we... I want to focus on Bo now. Yeah, let's go to Bo's story. Jimmy is Bo's story, but Bo's Jimmy's story. But like, essentially, this is their their final confrontation before Megan. Before. Mm -hmm. What happens? Yeah. So Bo comes to Jimmy's house uh, just before uh, Zipper the dog gets werewolfed or turns into werewolf. Anyway, um, and they have a confrontation out on the porch where where Bo is just like asking Jimmy like how how did you know and and then apparently Bo has a crush on on Jimmy and uh, I mean that werewolf sexual allure. Yep, mm-hmm. which is also a fun bit of dialogue. It's a great line. Yeah, there's there's. <laughs> How did you know? You know, it's no one else does. I'm hiding. He's like, oh, oh, I'm not gay. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm cursed. It's like I know, man. It feels like being cursed, right? Because you can't mm-hmm. tell anybody, and you're worried they'll find out. It does feel like no, 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 no. I'm, I'm marked by the beast. Well, I mean, no. I like, I get that it feels like it. You feel so different. He's like, no, 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 no. dude. I'm a werewolf, and I, I can't, I can't. I know you have this thing going on right now, but I can't deal with it. I've got some shit going on inside. Like, I gotta, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't have this conversation with you it's and he's and he's like and i know i know you're feeling it right now because i've got that extra allure of the sexual appeal from from the werewolfism <laughs> but was like yeah no i'm feeling that extra sexual allure i'm feeling it mm-hmm. <laughs> and jimmy's just like i know so I, know. No, it's, I can't help it but i can't i can't have this talk with you right now it's it's, it's cool and he like shuts the door leaves him on the porch then the dog spazzes out and they run out together and, yeah and then they and then they've they've got their meet cute where they are now uh running away together driving yeah. away he has to go yeah. find his sister bo's got a car the dog is just out as a werewolf now so we're gonna leave that alone just that we're just not gonna think about what happens next many things yeah so many things are gonna die yeah but now jimmy and bo are together for the end of the movie mm-hmm and they go to tinsel the club opening, because that's where he thinks his sister's going to be, but that's, that's where Josh right. Jackson is, who is also... Movie experience. Wax museum. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Megan. Yeah, so they end up with, like, they end up in this place where there's all these, like, wax things of movie monsters, one of which is a werewolf that we see, Literally. I don't know, in every other shot. Oh my. When we're there, because, you know, Amber, werewolf, get it? Get it? Because <laughs> it's werewolves. Get it? Get it? I yeah, you know, you, I fucking do, okay? Jesus. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, yeah. The showdown is ultimately super boring. There's it a party, is, yeah. and then the werewolf goes ape shit and scares everybody, and then it's inexplicably just Jimmy, Bo, Ellie, and Jake, Joshua Jackson's yep. character, and the werewolf. Right. Yep. You think Bo dies. He gets he gets rammed. Yeah, he gets And I'm just very hit. sad. I think yeah. we were we were just about a second before he gets knocked out. We were like, oh man, if Bo gets got No <laughs> It's like after I'd gotten done saying that. Oh man. Cause he was along for the ride. Dude just told him, Hey, I'm a werewolf, and his then his dog comes busting out like what? He's just, he's there to support him. Oh, we're yeah. going to Tinsel? I know where that is. Let's go. Like, suddenly, mm-hmm. homophobic guy who bully is now just fully on board with whatever's going on, gets that, like, Jimmy's probably not into it, maybe, but just wants to be there to support him. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of great. Yeah, and then the whole thing happens with uh, Judy Greer, with Joni. Oh, Joni. Um, yeah, I, uh, there was a line, just... <laughs> When when Ellie finds out that it's Joni, uh, who's the werewolf, she just says, Joni. Like, just like... So disappointed so in you. So disappointed. You killed all those women? Come on, Joni. 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 Come on. I mean, I expect this from dudes. I expect this from the guy I'd been dating for two months. But you, Joni. Yeah, you? That's not, not cool, Joni. 
Yeah. So, so I mean, we already kind of talked about the ending where Jake just goes ahead and negs Ellie up and down and says he's going to kill her brother yeah, because there I, can't be two alphas. Yeah, it's alphas. it's the thing is that apparently in the first iteration of the movie, Jake and Ellie are in love, but Ellie agrees to kill Jake to end the curse. And she does it out of love and he wants her to do it. Oh, that's interesting. Isn't that a ton more interesting? I mean, it, it doesn't really... It doesn't fix things, I mean, for sure. It doesn't sure. fix things. It doesn't fix the woman scorned thing or no. sort of like no. the predatory dude sleeping with people and infecting them with a curse no. thing. But no, I, just not. But I guess it, it's it's it basically the moral of that story would be, ah, oh, but I don't like it when I do that to somebody I actually care about. All those right. other women were just disposable garbage. Mm-hmm. But you're special, so I'm willing to die for you so you can live a normal life. Exactly. Plus, it also explains why um, uh, Ellie was like liked Jake, then thought she was being blown off by him, then suspected him as a, as a werewolf. Slash murderer. Slash murderer, then realized he wasn't, but he was still a werewolf. And then all of a sudden, he he comes in so hard and, like, negs her so bad at the end. Like, like he's a a completely different person. Yeah, it's, there is nothing of that to her before. And so it seemed very out of place. And the reason is because it wasn't supposed to be there. They wanted they wanted romantic monster ending. They wanted, yeah. you know, Frankenstein's monster, Curse of the Mummy, Dracula, mm-hmm. you know, like to add that spice of gothic romance. Right. And so they just made him a psychopath monster. Like, yeah, no, I didn't kill those women, but I am totally going to murder your brother for some weird reason. I, they, I don't want another dude around. And then I want you to be a werewolf. Even though you don't want to be a werewolf, it's okay. Also, you suck. Like, I want you with me. Yeah. But you suck. And your life is terrible. Your life is garbage. Yeah, you and don't I'm know all you is. have. So just like immediately initiating just what would have been a spectacularly psychologically abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And then when she stabs him with a silver cake knife. Yep. He's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'll just choke you to death. Uh-huh. I'm out. I tried. Yeah. Yeah. And then they wind up beheading him with a shovel, which is funny. Which is delightful. Yeah. You got to separate the heart from the head, Amber. Got to separate that heart from that head. And he did tell them that was the way to end the curse since Joni's death did not do it. I just, it is such a tacked on weird ending. Just suddenly, it, it is interesting to kind of have, oh, he's not a great guy. He's a womanizer and he's going to kick her to the curb. Oh, no, he's not going to kick her to the curb. Oh, but he might be a werewolf and a murderer. Oh, he's not. That's cool. And it was Joni. That's, the reasoning is disappointment, but still kind of cool. Oh, no, he is just shit. Oh. Yeah, it's 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 hard to keep up with the, what, yeah. Another well, house is on fire. Oh, well, it burned out fast. Yeah. <laughs> I guess just the werewolf burns. Oh, well. Werewolf burns real fast. Burns bright, yeah. burns hot, and then doesn't set the rest of the house on fire, which was convenient because... Very convenient. That shit's wrecked by the dog. Oh, fuck, Megan, the dog. Yeah, uh-huh. Will we know what happens to poor old Zipper? I mean, Zipper comes back. Yes, but who brings him back? Oh, that's right. Oh, I'd forgotten that that's that's what led to this. Brooke brings him back, Amber. Ah, Brooke, Bo's girlfriend that he doesn't need anymore, so he... But Bo's there, and Bo... Well, Bo had to be there because Brooke didn't know where Jimmy lived. Yep, and Bo says he told her, and that it seems to insinuate that he told her everything, like that he's gay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because... Brooke then gives Jimmy back Zipper, and then they make out. See, what happens in this scene, Megan, is I don't I don't know if you understand how owning women works, but if you are done with a woman and you know yep. a, another man you respect wants her, you present her to him as potential property. Yeah, that was the feeling it had. Until. 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 until Megan. Megan. Yes, Amber. Megan. Mm-hmm. Megan, okay. They make out. It's it's weird. It's it's a weird and like cause Bo's just standing there. Bo's just standing but he's smiling. He's standing there. He's sort of and like looking at it and looking away, looking at it up. and look away. Yeah. Not that they had a good relationship because, you know, Bo was a dick all the time. 
right up but, until like, he came out to Jimmy, and then he was amazing. Yeah. Right? Yes. Well, I mean, you got to get Brooke home. It's after midnight. It's dark. Jimmy offers to walk her home, so they start walking away. Bo's still standing there, and then Jimmy says, Come on, Bo. Come with us. He runs off to join them, Megan. And it... It seemed, it seemed to me, in my headcanon, they're now, mm. they're now a thriple. They're they, just, they're all three together. They, they walk side by side by side, home. They were serving me some serious thruple energy. It, yeah. I'm, come on, come on. Come, that walk home mm-hmm. was negotiating and adjusting to a beautiful, exclusive, mm-hmm. and supportive yep. thruple. I think so. I don't see any other reading of this. I don't see any other reading of that either. It's going to yeah. be a beautiful romantic friendship and partnership. It's, mm-hmm. I was so excited for it. I was so excited to see Bo's transformation, how he really just like came into himself, you know, the, and the role that Jimmy played with his just casual acceptance. And Brooke was also there. Right. Yes. Also, Brooke had to be there for reasons, you know. You know what? I think Brooke has to be there to kind of ease Jimmy into the acceptance of that what he needs isn't so much Brooke as what he needs is Bo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Brooke is sort of the medium that allows them to be their best selves because Brooke herself is nothing in this movie. Brooke is an object to be desired. Yeah. She has no personality in this. Yeah. Which is, yeah, too bad. I date a homophobic bully. Well, he doesn't want me anymore. I want Jimmy. Because Bo told me I want Jimmy. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And plus he had this weird... Wolfian allure to him. At least he did. He used to. It's gone now. Mm-hmm. But Bo tells me this is what I want. And I do what Bo says. I do do what Bo says. Amber, what would you rate this movie on the rock scale? Regrettable, outstanding, craze balls, or K? It's regrettable with a dash of craze balls. <laughs> yeah, it's regrettable mostly. K sometimes. Yeah, there's K. And with two outstanding moments. One of them kind of made up in our heads. Yeah. One of them being headcanon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, like, the acting wasn't bad. The No, the, they had good actors in this. The story is a mess. Like, it's a, it's a heap of mess. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, the scenes are missing or illogical character motivations are bizarre it's it's uh random pastiche of tropes yeah and teenage angst moments right yeah and then bloodless murders right and and exactly all of this was cut down to what could have been kind of a campy actual body horror horror movie that was rated r a west craven rated r movie was stripped of anything that made it even that and is now a pg-13 nothing so you know it was strange i mean but we have you know dawson's creek joshua jackson in it we've got shin and elizabeth american pie in it you know we want the teens to come out for it and if it's rated r you know we'll be able to see it i guess so cut down on the gore in this werewolf werewolf horror horror movie. movie yeah great Cool. Oh, mm. cursed. Yeah. Megan. Yes, Amber. Do you have an Abby or Maddie story, apparently? Apparently <laughs> yeah. I have to ask about both now. Mm-hmm. So um, this is half a story about Abby and half a story about um, Helen, who's Laurel's sister. Um, Helen brought a book um, called uh, This This is a Book with No Pictures by B.J. Novak, who's from The Office. And uh, this book has no pictures in it, and but the whole idea is that it, it explains to the young reader that um, uh, the deal with a book is that you have to say everything that's written in the book, like blork, and then you end up just saying like funny words, and um, you sing a little song that that goes. Um, glub 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 my face is a bug and anyway it is it's very it was funny to me and it was hysterical to abby she laughed um just the entire time and she has 
Uh, she had every adult in the house read it to her, and then uh, I read it to her tonight for story time. Anyway, uh, it's delightful, and uh, it was really uh, hilarious to see Abby laugh that, that long and hard at this very clever book. That's delightful. Mm-hmm. Reading shouldn't be fun, though. Reading should be a terrible slog in learning to do a necessary skill. It should be a punishment and just something you feel bad about not doing very well. And I feel like that's the best way to learn. Yeah, I think that's, I think you're right, Ember. I think every child should be forced to learn to read on Moby Dick. Yeah, under duress. Yes. More more white guy authors, please. Just, just that one. Just, oh. Amber, do you have any recommendations? Don't recommend Moby Dick. Tell you that much. Okay, it's fair. I didn't even read the book and I still feel like I wasted my life having to pretend to read the book. That offends me. <laughs> Let's see, it's October. I should come up with some thematic recommendations, but for now I'm going to stick with something. This is a little thematic uh, called Over the Garden Wall. Okay. Now, if I'd thought about this beforehand, I might do a slightly better job of recommending this. Mm -hmm. So Over the Garden Wall stars uh, the voice talents of such notables as Elijah Wood, John Cleese, Shirley Jones, Christopher Lloyd. It's an animated show, 10, 10 episodes, one season, aired in 2014 on Cartoon Network. It's a little creepy. It's a little atmospheric. It's two brothers, one of them kind of neurotic and worried and fearful and one younger and goofier and more open to experience wind up climbing a wall and winding up winding up lost in this mysterious sort of otherworldly land of you know talking animals and witches and it's you know linear in its storytelling but kind of each episode isn't necessarily a standalone but it's sort of like another aspect of their journey to try and get home um it's really funny it's a little 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 creepy a little tingly and um good storytelling it's, it's something i watched with my brother and he really liked it and he has you know better taste than me uh it's something that i would love to watch with you i think you'd really enjoy it it's up on um hbo max right now i think mm -hmm. but it, it kind of puts me in mind of of like a little bit more gothic kind of gravity falls or adventure time but kind of a similar or like the infinity train series which i will also recommend at some point as well as gravity falls which i don't think i've recommended god have i even recommended adventure time yet hmm. we need to update that list yep yep so yeah i once again i'm bad at making recommendations but trust me over the garden wall very good animated just 10 episodes give it a try it's it's oh it's delightful megan do you have a recommendation yeah so i i, I recommend um the book with No Pictures by B.J. Novak, uh, which I've already talked a little bit about. The other book that Helen brought was The Loud Book by Deborah Underwood, um, who's the author, and the illustrator is Renetta uh, Luska. And um, it is probably a book for possibly smaller um, readers. Um, that This one was for Maddie. And um, it, it, it talks about kind of... Uh, um, the the different kinds of loud and and has pictures that they're all like pictures of animals but there's like a lot to see in these books um apparently this is this the loud book came out after the quiet book which um is uh you know kind of different different types of quiet um and uh is very much a a, a good book um for like pre-nap time or pre-bedtime because it's kind of like a a uh, talking about different kinds of quiet um, kind of tends to to, to make um, kiddos kind of go into that quieter space. So anyway, um, these are two really, really delightful um, kids books that I was introduced to by Helen. Thank you, Helen. And uh, yeah, delightful. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. So one cartoon that I don't think I'd recommend to children and two books that you would. Yeah, absolutely. See, Although you get it. It's fine for children. I think I think it's it's still geared towards kids. Um, oh, and it's a mini series, so it's only supposed to be ten episodes long. So expect a completed story. Excellent. Well, I guess we're done here. Uh, Megan, toodles, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, I guess sleep good. Sleep good when you sleep. Thank. Have you a good very weekend much. this year. Thank you, Amber. And just as we close out, I'll say what I always do, which is rock and roll ain't noise pollution.
I hate the fucking song titles. I feel like I hate the song titles worse than the terrible sayings or the quotes from The Rock himself because... Mm. Don't don't nod sagely at me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The word ain't was in there. Rock and roll ain't Mm -hmm. noise pollution. Mm. You're not saying anything. You're just regurgitating nonsense that somebody else screamed at somebody with guitars and drums playing over it. Like, that's... Don't... That's not... That's not good. What you're doing isn't good. What you're doing is mean and wrong. You are the Jake of this relationship, Megan. <laughs> you're the Jake of this relationship. At first, at first it seems fine. And then I'm like, I don't know though. Is she really doing a good job? Maybe this partnership should end. And then you show up and you might be a werewolf eating people. And I'm like, ah, I'm fine with that. But then you pull this shit, Megan. Yeah. Then you try and kill my brother and choke me to death. You're going to get beheaded with a shovel, okay? Not a metaphorical one. This is the only way I know how to deal with <laughs> Jake werewolves. If you're going to be a Jake werewolf, I'm going to have to behead you with a shovel. It's the only way. A literal shovel. An actual shovel, okay? That's where that's where this path ends, Megan. So think long and hard before taking any more skippy steps down it. Good day to you. Bye, Amber. I said good day. <laughs> Bravo.